What's up, everybody? It is Wood sitting across from Keith. Yeah, this is so what you're saying. Back in the fucking woodshed. When you come by my house, come down behind the jail. I've got a sign on my door. Barbecue for sale. I'm talking about barbecue. Only thing I crave And a good doing meat Would carry me to my grave I'm selling it for cheap Cause I got good stuff Yes, that's me I, I'm proud of you and I'll get to the reasons why in a little while Okay Okay Alright um, we, we, The 11th hour Alright, mm-hmm. today's the what? 27th? Yeah, yep Alright, last Sunday yep. in September uh-huh. The woodshed kept fucking us. Yes, right, yes. Or Mother Nature kept fucking us. <laughs> he did not want us to be here. Mask offs weren't working right. Yep. Right? But yep. On the 11th hour, we got one, and this this is going to be a good one, right? All yes, right. it will. This is Football Sunday applicable. <laughs> How do you like that? And you I, I do. It is. Sports. Now, you say that I, I agree with you. Fucking yeah. hockey? Uh-huh. F- football? Basketball? Baseball? baseball? Yeah, except for, um, unfortunately, the wrong team is going to the NBA championship, but whatever. You never really thought Denver was going to beat them and, and go to the... You don't know how much I was hoping. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Uh-huh. They weren't going to go three down 3-1 three and one and come back this Not the third time. Team. No, but I don't want the Lakers. I don't care who's on that team. I don't want that team to ever go anywhere. I was talking to one of my boys, and I've deduced... Anthony Davis looks like something you would see if you walked into a Star Wars bar. He looks like a Muppet. You know what I mean? Worse than a Muppet. Muppets are supposed to be cute. <laughs> You know that well, you know that scene in Star Wars where you walk into the bar. He looks like something you would see in there, and you'd be like, "What in the fuck just happened?" God, he's an ugly human being, man. But uh, and you know he gets Punani because he's uh, seven yeah. feet tall and he plays in the league. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But you know those girls are just like you know, just take it from the back, all right? Yeah, I don't, don't have to look. at don't you. Don't make me look at you. <laughs> so what? We got a mask off. Yeah, we do. Tell them what a mask off is. Well, first, um, I would like to say uh, to kind of. Piggyback where you were going is uh, we came through. We thought, and I'm sure there were people that thought that we were going to miss this month's mask off. But doesn't yet, happen. Doesn't happen. No, we we don't we don't miss. And um, we can dumb down anybody. Yeah, we can. Okay, trust me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually that comes in a bottle, but um, <laughs> I digress. Here we are. So, guys, a mask off. If this is your first time joining us, and uh, a lot of times it is when we do a mask off, it's when we bring somebody in that's. Uh, does something different than we do. They always do it better than we do. I've had to fix that over the uh, years. They yeah, always yeah, do that better yeah. than what we do. Sometimes they do it better. That was you back in your <laughs> yeah, arrogant days, right? Yeah, but yeah. I thought that we had anything going on this. I'm still this an part. athlete. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm broken and I, I know my worth, they always do something better than we do. We we bring them in. We sit them down. We peel that mask off. We get to know them, get to know what they're about, and, and a little bit more about how they do what they do. So without further ado, because that makes me sound like I'm French, uh, who are you to our mask off guests, and what is it that you do? I am Davey of the Half Bay Tippies, which is a uh, barbecue team here in Utah, and I am a food sports fanatic in my free time. Food sports fanatic, what, what, what is that? Uh, food sport is uh, like throwing mashed potatoes at each other, <laughs> exactly. No, um, throwing down in barbecue competition, steak competition. Uh, recipe competition, anything that is 
competition in food. Recipe competition. Yes. So that's wow. anything. So you cook anything. You're not just you're not just on the grill. So the, no, anything. So the way recipe competition works uh, is the World Food Championships, who sanctions that, sends you a about two months before the competition. You will be cooking with potatoes. Create your best potato dish around potatoes. But you can Show, still make meat. You can make meat, but yeah. it needs to showcase potatoes. potatoes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or we we went to one in uh, Orange Beach, Alabama that was soup. You had to make a soup. Had to be a broth-based soup. And so you don't know that going in. You, you have you have about two months to figure it out before you you get there. Wow. So, well, for for two months. You're uh, eating all soup all day. All soup every <laughs> every freaking night. Huh. Trying this soup, that soup, mm. mm-hmm. every soup, soup. Okay, before I get to the questions for our mask off guest, let me ask you this. Can you taste something and tell what's in it? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. The, this right here, it has Coke and Jack Daniels in it. Oh, yep, okay, <laughs> correct. You're very good. All right, our mask off guest, we bring him in here. We always throw some <laughs> random questions at him. Warming up. Right, melting the butter, sautéing the onions, all that shit you do. Washing your knives, I don't know, washing your fucking hands, right? This is the first steps <laughs> of the shit. Hand okay? washing is very important right now. Last time you bounced a check. Never. You've never bounced a check? Huh. You responsible fuck. Never had a checking account. No? Nope. <laughs> you off the grid? <laughs> off the grid. No shit. <laughs> hey, do you pay your bills with chickens and pies or something since you can cook so good? You Whenever possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I barter our security system at our house. I bartered for a lot of the... Uh, Installation and the upgrades with food. Yep. Oh, you're wow. bad. Traded, traded ribs for the uh, little keypad door lock that we have, and you know I they, needed a, a, a expander for our Wi-Fi signals, so I traded pulled pork for that. You know they say sex and money rules the world, but I would like to say food is definitely a close second. You need food to get you up for the sex. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. All right, something you feel you could have invented. Hmm. Something simple where you're like, I could have fucking done that. Like the selfie stick. I kick myself in the balls once a week because I didn't invent that. That's right there. It was right there for the taking, man. Something I feel I could have invented. Oh, shoot. Nothing comes to mind. Okay, so real creative there with the cooking, huh, buddy? All right. (laughs) Who's the best front man of all time? Front man of all time? Yeah. What the hell's a front man? Lead singer? Oh, lead singer. Yeah. I'd have to go John Denver. John Denver? John Denver or Jim but, Croce. Well, Both are great. Yeah, but they're not Both good. are dead. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like like to a band. So you got to you know band? you got Mick Jagger, you got Bono, you got Maurice White, you got you know mm. all, all, lead singer to a band. Nothing stands out? No? Jim Croce? Yeah, right. I'm I'm diehard Jim Croce fan. Okay. Well, what do you, what do you, I, if I if I could have been born in a, a time frame, that would have been my music genre. When when those guys were at their peak, well, peak Jim Croce had time in a bottle. I think his peak was like what six months. <laughs> yeah. what other, I don't know exactly. what other song you can name of his. Operator, operator, operator. That's that's Midnight Star, isn't it? Operator, this is an emergency. All yeah, right, different. last one. <laughs> different. <laughs> you know that song. What do you think about bow ties? Bow ties. I oh, like they're it. fantastic. You like bow ties? It doesn't work with a double chin guy like me very well. <laughs> but you know, if I had a slender figure. Uh-huh. Um, I probably wouldn't uh, spend as much time at McDonald's if I had a slender figure. But um, <laughs> if I had a slender figure, I uh, definitely would sport a bow tie, a cummerbund. Okay. Mm. 
the bolo, oh, the bolo, not so much. Maybe on yeah, the cowboy that's, days. That's when you're listening to your country, right? Yeah, yeah, you throw exactly, that bad boy. Exactly. I, I'm a bow tie wearing man. I love a bow tie. Bolo definitely doesn't. Mm. Go I, with I've Jim seen Croce. pictures. Very handsome in a bow tie. Thank you, thank you. Very yes. Handsome. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, you kind of covered, I guess, musically. Um, but what, which era do you wish you were born in? I would have been a. Would have liked to have been around the fifties. Why? Um, I think I would like to have seen all the uh, Selma. I would I would definitely love to have been down the south just to witness all the fifties and sixties, all the the uh, true Black Lives Matter stuff. Ooh, mm. okay. Uh, when I was we went down south for food competitions, it was very <laughs> interesting to me. Um, I think it was three years ago we went to Thomasville, Georgia, uh-huh. and I had heard a lot about segregation, but I had never seen it until I got there. And still saw a sign that said whites only. I'm like, hmm. hmm. Still hanging up? Still hanging up. <clears throat> and I oh. and I was sitting there pondering, do I qualify? Cause yeah, you're a little olive. I, I'm going to have to. You're a little olive, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Shoot. Better roll up my sleeves and say no. <laughs> this is just a farmer tan. <laughs> All right. And our mask off oh. guest always introduces us snaggles. What are we drinking today? Oh, Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Nearest mm. green, but uh, you read that weird. It's different, right? Uh, <laughs> and, and the funny part about it is. The stress from not having water, the stress from not having electricity, the stress from having to pick shit up and going to the round table, finally got wood drinking like a damn man, because he's actually partaking in this, and you were here to witness it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I witnessed two, two rounds so far. Two rounds. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was a teaspoon, but he put it in his drink, and he swallowed it. Yeah. A round is a round. A round is a round. Yeah, but uh, let's, let's not get silly, and let's not ruin my reputation. I had to begin the rounds with what? He had white a white claw. Yeah. White claw. Yeah. That has to I, I, was, I was in the green room. <laughs> he walks in, <laughs> pops open that white claw. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought that was just, I thought you guys were playing that up a little bit, but apparently. No. Not he, a facade. He no. really drinks like a Nancy. <laughs> and as always, our Snaggles is brought to you by. Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. Now, now let me be honest here. Please. If, if I was to have known that. Jamie was not going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with something like pina coladas because mm. I do love a foo-foo drink with some whipped cream on top and a nice little umbrella and a cherry. Oh, look at her back there, t- just clowning him. She can't even contain herself. There's the belly laugh you're I, after. I, I can't picture you <laughs> drinking that. <laughs> no, but I should. Oh, you yeah. should. should. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, I got, that, got a, me, that got me a little excited I'm a, over here. I'm a foo-foo-y drink, strawberry daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Mm. I tell you what. The, the, the sweeter it is, the more sugar that's in it. Every oh, once in a while on this podcast, oh. I get that Ola Ray looking at Michael Jackson when he transforms into the Thriller Monster, <laughs> where she's just like, you know, we're back-to-back in a circle of fucking monsters, Wood and his White Claw being the monsters, right? I mean, you were back-to-back. And then I turn around, and there you are, and you got whipped cream on and a little little tiny hat, you know, and a... <laughs> A feather behind your ear, yeah, and you you're standing girl. with a whipped cream, talking about you go girl. Exactly. And I, was like, I thought you were riding with me, man. <laughs> oh, I, I'm on my own. I mean, I can. Then you fucking I can bring, hang, then, I can hang with the best. Then you guys bring out blenders and start <laughs> <laughs> blending shit together like a thriller. Video. <laughs> Anyhow, Snapples is brought to you by <laughs> Tiger Claw Tattoo guys. They're over there in Mill Creek. They are open. They are accepting. And uh, if you want to get yourself tattooed with, I don't know, with strawberry daiquiri, get that put on there. <laughs> on the they small of your back? That's yeah. the only place that goes. <laughs> They're not going to care. They're going to do whatever you want. Um, call them up over there. Uh, I um, 
believe they're uh, still doing it. Make sure you call, schedule that first so they can do all the precautions that are still in place. Um, because unfortunately, tattoos, you have to have somebody touch your body wherever that tattoo is going to go. So during which, these COVID which times. Me, which kills me. Because tattoo shops, I mean, who do you get in there? You get, you get a lot of bikers, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows what they've been fucking. You get the hookers, right? <laughs> they got all sorts of diseases, right? You, you get junkies and shit. Who, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking with you guys, right? I, I just don't have any tattoos so I can I'm say this type of shit. I'm feeling very but, dirty right now. But, but, now, but now the flu comes out and this little harsher flu, and all of a sudden now you need all these precautions. Yeah. Now Shade decides to clean his equipment, okay? <laughs> It wasn't a fucking heroin addict yeah. he was tattooing three months ago. He finally boarded. <laughs> he finally boarded up the drive-through because that wasn't sanitary. So, guys, love you, Shay. <laughs> call up Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. Go and get yourself inked up. You're not going to regret it. They're in Mill Creek. All right, you like to cook. I love it. When did you get? When did you get into cooking? Let's start at the beginning. Oh, the beginning. You criticize your mom on her breast milk? You know what? This actually could have a little <laughs> bit more sugar in it, mom. It's like, the fucking kid's talking. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, add some butter. Leche, <laughs> leche de madre, no bueno. Nice. How'd you get, how'd you get into cooking? I don't know if I said that right. But it did. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I figure if anyone would know me, it would be you. You know, mm-hmm. crack me. <laughs> Excuse me, the Spanish interpreter, please. Thank you. Mom, your milk sucks. Uh-huh. Um, no, uh, so when I was in preschool... You know, I would come home from school, and it was a choice between watching the news at noon with the Gabby Gourmet wow. or watching Channel 7 or 11, which had the Frugal Gourmet before reading Frickin' Rainbow uh-huh. or yeah, God, God forbid you learn how to read. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, well, shit, I guess I got to sit through Julia Child's and read the, the uh, Gabby Gourmet or uh, the Frugal Gourmet. So, was your family watching these channels? Is no, this... it was it was just I got home from school. And, you a latchkey kid? And, no. Okay. Mom, mom would fix me lunch, and she'd be like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I got to get stuff done for the PTA or whatever. Okay. And so, I was like, all right, well, freaking I got to get through this before I can get Sesame Street or mm-hmm. one of these other shows, so I guess I'll watch it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Started watching it. Next thing I know, we're... Uh, Sister was doing uh, little fried flour tortillas with cinnamon sugar on them mm. for school for some stupid uh, Mexican Heritage Day or some crap like that. And so I'm like, all right, that's cool. Are, are you, you Mexican? Are, are you Mexican? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I mean, Mexican Heritage is mm, a tortilla with uh, cinnamon sugar. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was for. I can only assume. I I'm know. a young kid I, at this point. I'm, I'm trying so, to. So I'm like, all right. Those are pretty damn tasty. Mm-hmm. So she's downstairs, got her little junior high boyfriend. I pull out the little fry daddy counter fryer. We got our plug underneath the sink. So you got a little flip down drawer that holds your sponges and washcloths yeah, yeah. and all that uh-huh. crap. Uh-huh. So I pull that open, plug it in, flip it back shut, go to climb my ass up on the counter. Catch my knee, my knee in the cord and pull that son of a bitch over on top of me. Okay. It was about 350 degrees. Yeah, that, that, that's it, the problem. It, it, mm. it, it kind of heated me up a little bit. <laughs> so I go run to the next door neighbor's house, and I'm not going to disturb the makeout session downstairs. And the neighbor's got these huge aloe plants on her back porch. So she slices them up, starts putting them all over my chest. Mom and Dad, I don't know where the hell they were at, but they were obviously doing something very important. Uh-huh. Leave me in with such capable hands as my sister. 
and her boyfriend. And so neighbor patches me up. I go home. She comes over with me, helps me clean up the mess. Go on with, you know, no scarring, nothing like that. But at that point, I felt that I had to prove myself in the kitchen. How old are you? How old are you? Uh, six. Okay. Damn. So. <clears throat> so, so, no, wait. What happened to your sister's concoction? After she came upstairs and she had her clothes on backwards, because I would assume her yelling, you yelling, made her get dressed semi-fast. I, no, I didn't yell. You didn't yell? I didn't yell. You just yell. took it like I, a man? I, I took it like a man and ran next door because I, first off, I knew I wasn't supposed to have the fryer out. Uh-huh. You knew you were going to get in trouble if anyone saw it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So That's what it is. So there was no, it was mum's the word until the neighbor spilled the beans about it. How's David's burn still in? Oh, he's doing okay. Uh, I'm sorry, he did what now? <laughs> All right, there's, there's some problems with this what story happened? from a 2020 aspect. Okay, uh, here you are, six years old, running around with probably second degree burns, and your parents <laughs> didn't notice. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. That's a different topic. When we have DCFS on here, we'll bring up that story and see <laughs> if we can get a case retroactive for your parents. Okay. If you want to talk uh, generations though and eras, I mean, how many of us? Ended up with uh, injuries that I remember. I was I was cutting an apple once, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> same thing. My brother was outside playing basketball, which he doesn't, um, with his friends, and uh, I I wanted an apple, but I don't like biting into the skin of the apple because it gets caught between my teeth. So oh, you're such a fairy. I yeah that I I don't care. Oh. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed whatsoever of my. Issues. No, you've embraced it over the years. <laughs> so I grabbed a knife, which was extremely sharp, and I was going to slice it into slices like my mother did for me. She wasn't there. So I sliced it and um, went, oh, that, I don't know where that red's coming from. I looked and I sliced my finger, still have the scar. Um, so what do I do? I put a Band-Aid on it because a Band-Aid's going to help it. Yeah, it slid off. Yeah. It, my uh, brother looked at me, well, that's weird. Uh, why, why are you bleeding? Because I thought the band aid was going to stop it. Don't worry about it. Six stitches later. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, my mom, so I cut my finger trying to make an apple for myself, make an apple, and um, cut myself. My mom then kicked my ass after as well. No, no. So I got stitches and I got an ass beating. But, but my point being, she knew you cut your thumb. They knew. Yeah, that was. We got Davy ch- over here walking yeah, around. I couldn't with, put a shirt on my hand. With skin sloughing off his <laughs> chest. And his mom's like. <laughs> Get up and go to school in the morning, you know? Yeah, yeah but I still think it's just it's a generational Which thing. Which I did. Yeah. Because sure. I had perfect attendance all the way through mm. ninth grade. What did happened, not miss a day. What happened in ninth grade? Cooking uh, competition? Tenth, tenth grade, I got a little, uh, tenth grade, I looked at a little uh, blood disorder and was going every day to get blood draws done. They thought it was leukemia, all sorts of crap. Oh, you're being serious. Oh, yeah. I thought it was yeah. like, you know... Weed brownies or something. You <laughs> no, discovered. no, no. Shoot, I uh, that's what I thought it was. All right. So right then and there, you said I'm going to learn how to cook. Six years old. So you yep. started helping your parents in the kitchen. Yep, started helping mom cook. I uh, watched dad on the grill. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Because a lot that, of people would really have taken w- that as defeat yeah. in the kitchen. No, that was that was my. I got to kick this thing's ass and tame it. So how old uh. were you when you started making dinner for the family? Mm, Ten. And you enjoyed it. Oh yeah. What was your specialty at 10 years old? Oh, probably burger steaks and uh, a little ramen noodle stir fry because, you know, ramen noodles were cheap. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Dad, Dad worked, uh, he was a teacher, worked the day shift, would come home at 4 o'clock, get changed, then go back to work and teach night school. Oh, damn, really? Yeah. Was he a cooking teacher, Matt? No, he was an uh, auto collision repair. 
Welding, really? frame straightening, all that good stuff. Okay. All right. So yeah. Pops was a hard worker. Yeah. Mom's worked too? Mom stayed at home. Mom stayed at home. Dad worked his ass off so Mom could stay at home and <clears throat> take care of us kids. What, at what point did you start teaching your mom stuff? Like, Mom, all these years you've been... You, see, this is where I grew up, okay? So I grew up... You go over your grandmother, your auntie's house. Do you want something to eat? And they got the coffee can full of normal grease in the middle of the stove. And they got the other can with fish grease, right? And you don't mix those greases, right? No, you so don't. you go over no. there. I could tell my grandmother I wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the first thing she'd do is she'd get the cast iron pan and put grease on it. I'm like, I've never had a fried <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm not sure I'm going to make it out of this alive. But you know what I mean? No matter what you ate, it was the grease. So yeah. at what point did you start correcting your mom going, Mom? This is how you do this. This is better this way. It, it probably was uh, probably when I was six years old watching Gabby Gourmet or one of those. I'm like, hey, you're doing it wrong. Fred Wicks did it this way. Okay. You have a great wow. memory then. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Mm. So you get to high school. Yep. And you're still cooking. You oh, got... yeah. Now. <clears throat> high, high school, uh, they had a, a off-campus program. So I would leave, get out of school, and i go to a night class for three hours for fun this is for what fun. you wanted to do yep okay and then as soon as i got done there um i my first culinary job was a jewish synagogue okay wait wait till wow. we get to the jewish synagogue where you're taking all your pork out of stuff <laughs> i, I, I want to talk to the part where you're in cooking class with all the chicks right you, you, there had to be a lot of girls in there yeah there was a few Right. Yeah, mm. you didn't pay attention. You know the hot girls was there. <laughs> we, 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 were, you, were you good? You know what I mean? Because I remember yeah. I took a sewing class, and it was like, it was easy. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Keith, you want to learn how to sew? I sure do. I sure do. Just, I want yeah. to know how to de-stitch that little training bra you got on, right? Because, you know, that's what my mind was all the time, you know? God, a sheltered life. So, oh, bitch. so you weren't in there lining them up, <laughs> knocking them down? No. No, you really were learning how to cook. I was learning how to cook. Dude. <laughs> Oh, we would have been a tandem. All right, so anyhow, so you're in high school, you're taking cooking classes, and your first job in high school was cooking at a synagogue? Yep. All right, so here's the kosher stuff, right? Yep, kosher. Explain kosher to me. What is that? Uh, kosher is not me- meeting, uh, or mixing uh, dairy with meat. No cheeseburgers. No cheeseburgers. No cheeseburgers. No cheeseburgers, no pork, no uh, shellfish. No, 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 no oysters, no lobster, no crab. Nope. Nope. What, what, do you know what the reason is behind that? I've never dug into the Jewish religion. Um, something, I mean, the, the uh, milk and the meat is, uh, you never eat the mother of the child, is what their, kind of their thought was, thought process was there. And So the milk, the, the, so that's why <laughs> that the cheeseburger. Sense. That makes yeah. sense. Uh. Because I was, I, the other day, so, you know, sometimes I'll grill steak and shit and there'll be steak left over and the next morning you have steak and eggs. Yeah. So mm-hmm, I grew mm-hmm. chicken one day, and I'm like, egg and chicken is nasty. You know what I mean? I just couldn't do it. Like, there was extra yeah. chicken. There was eggs. I was like, I'm not going to eat that. That's like, you know, eating a baby and the grandma at the same time, you know? <laughs> That's disgusting. It's just weird. So maybe I got a little Jewish yep. in me. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. We are from back east, so, you know. Yeah. Chances are. They own a lot of shit back there. Huh? <laughs> All right, so anyhow, so, before I get us in trouble, what? <laughs> so yeah, I, that, was, that was my first job. And the, the synagogue I worked at was on I-80, and it overlooked the country club. Oh, yeah, that one. And so I would walk. Yeah, right, but the, you know, uh-huh. you know what he's talking. I'd the walk, sunset I'd sometimes. Walk, I'd walk through, and I would look, look over as I was walking through the synagogue, because my job was Friday night I showed up for, for Seder, and I had to have all the lights on before the sun set down. Had to light the menorah, 
get everything ready for their Friday night services. And then I would get everything ready for Saturday morning. And then as soon as Friday night services were over, I'd lock everything up. And as I was walking through locking everything up, I'd look across the freeway at this beautiful country club. Oh, so working at a synagogue, you didn't do any cooking. No, I, I did cooking, but I but, but my I, part of my job was also getting everything ready. I at at sixteen years old, I was pouring whiskey, Canadian host. Okay, and right. I was pouring Mogan David wine. Tastes good. You know, I was good kid. I didn't. Are you kidding me, I, dude? You know how many opportunities you done fucked up? Yeah, that's, you could have had so much better stories if me and you had just linked up back then. <laughs> Especially the food. I'm telling you right now, cooking class. Look. Cooking, sewing, all the homemade classes. What's yeah. the other one? It was cooking, sewing, and something. This is back when America was more sexist, right? Yeah, the guys yeah. took a wood shop, and if you had a yep. girl in there taking yep. wood shop or automotive, and you said your dad taught automotive, yeah. and if he had a girl in there, I know he came home and talked about it. Look, I got this big tuck, this bold girl in there. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she can be an auto mechanic. You know her, name, her name is Tiffany. Okay, it's, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, and the girl in the wood shop just, just learning how to manipulate wood. That's all she's after. I'd go into foods <laughs> class. I'd hook up with Susie. Dana and all the rest, and I just hang around them, and they'd cook everything, right? Uh, and I would just flirt with the girls. You're making me sound so pathetic now. Now that I'm reflecting on everything, I'm like, <laughs> that was real. Oh, man. It's called wasted moments, <laughs> yeah. not pathetic, but you know how to cook, and I do not. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's yeah, true. There's a lot of wasted moments there. Yeah. All right, so you weren't drinking alcohol. You know, you know what's sad? Is, is <laughs> well, I, you're I not sport, drinking a free alcohol. I sport this tie-dye. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And neither of us have ever done shrooms. Mm-hmm. Never smoked weed. Yep. <laughs> We're wait, retirement's going to be awesome, I tell you that. Okay. Can I explain to you what half-baked hippies means then, or do you know? I just don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's I, I, I don't want my man walking around like some guy in 19, I don't know, 1960, walking around with a swastika, not really does, knowing yeah, what it means. It you mean, know what I mean? Doesn't it mean undercooked? <laughs> uh, Soft-boiled? Soft All right, so the country club is across the street. Yeah, country club is across the street. I'm, every night I'd look at it. As I'm closing everything up, see all the lights on over there during the summertime. You'd see the big barbecues going on, ice sculptures on the freaking mm. golf course. Just gorgeous. I yeah. mean, it, it was like, that's where I want to be. Uh-huh. So I eventually started going over there, and I'd drop off my resume. Okay. Yeah, I got the, I'm in synagogue right across the street. Yeah. 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 Passed across the table, and I never got a call back. Okay. Go over another two months later. Passed another one across. I got this experience now in culinary school, you know, or culinary high school. Mm-hmm. I got this going on, this going on. No call. Okay. Finally, he got tired of seeing me. Guy got tired of seeing me, so he's like, you know, I'll give you a chance. Nice. Downstairs, there's three big washing machines and three big dryers. Go down there and fold all those towels and come get me when you're done. But you're in the door. In the door. Yeah. yeah. So I went and I had three huge... Hotel, those big hotel roll around mm-hmm. laundry baskets yeah. full of bar towels. Okay. So they're folding them, got them all folded. Walk upstairs, they're all done. Okay. Now go and grab that broom over there and go start sweeping. Okay. So that was, that was my entry into the, the culinary world. How long did it take you to get into the kitchen at the country club? About two weeks after that. All right. I, I made it into the uh, pantry area where I got to. Cut shit up. Vegetables and shit like yep. that, right? Yep. Salad, Man, so there, there's a head chef in there. How, how was he? Was he was he rude? Was he Oh, cool? God. He, prick. Prick. I yep. imagine that all of them are. I feel like yeah. oh, they yeah. all have to be assholes they, they just have, yeah, because. I mean, this guy, you know, I have scars on my arms. He would brush by me with a pan. 
we'd be working on the line, and that'll teach you out of the way. And I'd have these burns going across my arms. Okay, you don't have to do that, but I can understand being yeah. just an asshole overall because my name's on every dish that comes out of here. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. understand what I mean? And another opportunity you missed, so you're at the country club, and you're with all these rich dudes, right? And they got daughters. <laughs> and so when the daughters show up for the ice sculpture, that's when you get out there and go and talk to them, and you come up. Dude, I wish there was a rewind button for you. I wish I could give you knowledge. Right? Not that you're not doing well now, but you could have had some stories. You know what I mean? Because it never works out. Because it comes a point in time when she's yeah. like, uh, you, you don't take me nowhere. And you're like, um, your dad doesn't pay for us to go anywhere. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's funny. I go to the gym over at the sports mall, and uh-huh. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I know you. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. You still remember the country club? Uh-huh. Maybe you can get me in. We can uh-huh. go golf on Monday. How long did you work at the country club? Uh, five years the first round. Left for a year. This is the weird thing. I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. So the chef's uh, kid passed away. Uh, they had him baby in bed with him. He had won a, uh, at one of the cook-offs, he had won this big, nice down comforter. It was a goose cook-off, and one of the prizes was a down comforter. And baby slid down underneath hmm. the down comforter, suffocated. So I, I get the I get the call, hey, you know, this is going on. You know all the steps and everything that need to be done to make shit happen. Can you go up there and, and help oh. out? So went up there, helped out, worked there for another three years. After wow. that. But that helped make your name. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, oh, that tragedy yeah. of that guy yep. helped make your name a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. And, and where'd you go from there? Um, corporate chef at American Express down in West Valley or Taylorsville. What the hell are you mm. talking about, corporate chef at American Express? They got a, a kitchen in there? Yeah. And I know. thought that was the place that just like calls me and reminds me that I have debt. That I no, need to pay well, off. They, they had, a, Listen, they had banks in there. They or, had... you, or you pay it off. <laughs> everything's paid off, and all of a sudden you get a fucking bill talking about your membership fee. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I haven't well, used this card in two about? years. I, got... I just imagine that everyone sits in a cubicle there, pissed off at life, and just trying to collect money. Yeah, on, That's on, the, what fir- it is. on the first three floors, the top floor was uh, where all the executives were. And they oh, would have okay. people fly in from other corporate offices and whatnot, so that was okay. my, my domain. What I won't do here is talk about your missed opportunities there. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> but they can walk into that kitchen and they can say, I want this, and you you have to know how to make it. Yep. So by this time, you knew how to make shit. You were like a bartender, but with food. Yes. You can make anything. Figure it out. See, fuck. Here's uh, the fucking problem. And this had to have been before <laughs> Google. Davey, I'm going to tell you right now. When I hit the lottery, you're, people, oh, what do you want, a housekeeper? I can keep my own fucking house clean. All right? yeah. What do you want, a gym? I can go in and move shit around if, right. I, if I want to. Right. I don't want to. But what I can't do <laughs> is I can't get pistachio ice cream at 3 in the morning. Nope. I can't have uh-uh. breakfast for dinner all the time. I would have a personal nope. chef. I would love that where I could say, okay, this is what I want. I just envisioned this in my head. I was yeah. just in a green room where you can get whatever you want whenever you want. Well, <laughs> you... you you don't need to. You don't need to hire somebody. Listen, it you takes. Need to move here. If it takes thirty sec, you get thirty seconds to three minutes to cook it, and if it can't cook in that time frame, you ain't getting shit. So it's got to be typically frozen or canned. See, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because you came or here at the perfect milk. time. The true reason Woods' water was off and his power was off is because he was short on his child support and he had to go <laughs> and pay his child support. And so what they did subsequently, now they got the money, they can go out and boogie and dance with their men's, right? Yeah, yeah. And I he, may have announced... And he's got all the kids. And all I may have announced a while palettes. back that I was supposed to go out of state. That never happened. Never happened. Yeah, so when you don't make certain court appearances out of state, yeah. there's consequences. Problem. So, yeah, whatever. 
So working there, how come you didn't stay at American Express? I would think that would pay well. Because there's an opportunity at uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Same type of thing, though? Yeah. Executives coming in? Mm-hmm. Wow. And they, they come up to you and they're like, this is what I want. Uh, usually it was, uh, so-and-so's coming in. Can you get this? We're going to have this menu. Or can you put together a menu for us? You had to come up with menus? Yeah. What, what is that like? Tell me, coming up with a menu. Is there a theme? You go, I'm going to go Italian, I'm going to go Greek? Um, I would usually, just... I'd usually give them three options, three different salad options, three different entree options, three different dessert options. But what would those entrees be? So I mean, you put anything, on there anything, the... from, anything from a filet to a roasted chicken breast to uh, a grilled salmon, depending on what they wanted. So you put on there what you, I, I imagine, you put on there what you feel is like your strong suit. Yeah. So you pick three of your strongest dishes in each category, and you say, okay, come in. You're going to have this. Yeah, and, I, and usually I'd work around seasons. So, like right now, we're wrapping up raspberry season, so there would be raspberry spinach salad with a caramelized uh, walnut, uh, candy or candy walnut pieces on it, and, you know, some nice uh, Gruyere cheese and stuff like that. Stuff like that. I heard here raspberry. I am, here I am sitting with a food heart on <laughs> I got a food hard on. He goes, stuff like that. <laughs> and, then, and then you know what? After I fix that, this is the saddest thing ever. So when I worked at the country club, right down the street from the country club, McDonald's. Okay. Mm. So I, I sit there and I'm, I could have lobster, ahi tuna, uh, filet mignon, New York steak. I could have had any of that stuff. Uh-huh. I got tired of looking at it so much and cooking it so much. On my way home, two cheeseburgers, easy ketchup. A twenty-piece chicken nugget, a large fry, and a Coke. Okay, that's a mental disorder, is what Give that's it to called. Me. Because you just made all this fabulous easy food. Easy ketchup. Not a lot of ketchup. Not a lot of ketchup. Right? So yeah, yeah. How do you like that? What? How, how do you cook? Your, I, I'm trying to get my sugar low. How do you? How do you cook your salmon? You talk about braised or glazed salmon. Um, salmon. My my favorite thing to do right now with salmon is putting mayonnaise on it. All right. Well, give me. You give me. you you take you take your your salmon fillet. Peel the skin off, make sure all those pin bones are out of there, and you take mayonnaise, uh, a little bit of dill, a little bit of lemon pepper, a little bit of garlic salt, mix uh, it all up into uh-huh. the mayonnaise, okay. and smear it on, and then go throw it on your grill. Mm. In a pan, you don't want to heat up the house. You throw it on a grill in a pan so it doesn't get fishy in the yeah, house. All yeah. right. Okay. Well, you're not going to get fishy in the house. Also, the fish oil from salmon, it... Leaches onto the grill, and then the next time you cook burgers, it, it tastes, you, like, it salmon. tastes like salmon. So you nobody, put nobody wants salmon. cast iron pan. Uh, no, I use, I use aluminum pans. What about uh, like wrapping it in foil and doing it? You can do it with that too. With Same the mayonnaise? Thing. Yeah. How do you get the bones out of it? Needle nose pliers. Who? Needle nose pliers. Sit there and run your fingers down the side of the salmon and feel for that bone, and sit there and pull it out with a pair of needle nose pliers. So, so, so this is this reminds me of a quick little story uh, about Davy here. Um, <clears throat> that's a that's a tip a trick that I would have I would never have thought of the pliers yeah um, I was sharpening some knives so naturally I ask the grill guys hey I uh, have to sharpen um, some knives and some of them have as I uh, texted the teeth on them how do I do this because if I run it through my sharpener it, you don't fuck up the teeth yeah, the serrated serrated knives yeah, yeah the serrated knives, knives. Yeah. Like a red knife and um, so you know what he tells me. Hold on a minute. I'll find out. Because he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And who did he contact? Well, no, none other than Mr. Davey here. And he says, uh, 
take your what do you call that the, the steel the steel in between each tooth just sharpen it up it's a it's a laboring it's, it's a long tedious, process yeah. yeah i didn't do it okay but <laughs> no. that was a chip and a trick i had no idea so needle nose pliers that's that's two yeah. tips from you now that i have that i well i'm never gonna eat salmon so are we kidding you don't like but, salmon no no i don't I don't. That's okay. I do I like salmon. I like, I like. You don't like it either. I hate seafood. I, I like. I can eat cod if it's like fish and chips. You know, yeah. like they, they uh, put you, it in oil you, on the if bread. You yeah. Deep fry it. <laughs> batter it. It's and a then totally cover different it, story. Cover it in mayonnaise with uh, pickle relish in it. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and a little bit of lemon juice. Then it just tastes like there's like some sort of protein with this <laughs> golden bread. this golden breading that <laughs> it's tolerable. Yeah. Now, now this gal behind me, she loves salmon. She loves. Cod, halibut. Well, she's smart. Shrimp. And, and just, just to be open and honest with our listeners, you have a partner that you cook with who's yeah. extremely shy. Extremely mm-hmm. shy. Extremely shy. But that's Jamie sitting yeah. behind us, and mm-hmm. she, she's good as well. Yeah, we call her, we call her JD. JD. Yeah, because she's Jack Daniels. <laughs> she hasn't had a sip. She's a responsible driver. Uh, yeah, we're she's, she's you my DD. Gotcha. <laughs> so tools. You got your needle nose pliers. Those aren't the ones you use to pull, you know, nails out in the garage. You, you have a bunch of tools. I'm sure. That's disgusting, and yeah. it makes me question what I just ate upstairs. It cooks off. How, however, <laughs> it cooks off. However, I, throw it the, I throw it in the dishwasher after I'm done. What, what do you spend on like knives and stuff like that? What, what's like a good set of knives? Uh, my first set of knives that I bought um, was. About $900. I had a nice uh, Pelican briefcase that it rolled around with me in. And uh, I left that in the back of my Bronco 2 when I was a senior in high school and somebody helped themselves to it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So the next set I bought was three grand. And I still have it. Oh, wow. What do you mean when you say three grand? There's 3,000 pieces to this knife set? No, it's $3,000. You paid $3,000 for how many knives? Uh, There's probably about... 18. Uh, and you still have them? Oh, yeah. And they're still just as sharp. Oh, yeah. How All many right. years would you say you're in then? Oh, I've 15, 20. Oh, wow. Not longer than that. How yeah. do you test the sharpness? I'm old. Of I'm an, old now. How do you test the sharpness <laughs> of a knife? Is that where you take the paper and you cut the paper? Is that, is that a true testament to how sharp a knife you is? You see how bald these arms are? You shave them mm. with the knife? Of course. All right, dude, I'm having a problem with you and your hygiene in terms of cooking. We're talking about pulling fucking no, nails actually, out I, and shit. I can't grow hair for anything. He's never going to eat another damn thing yeah, you bring it around. It's good as hell. I, I wonder why some of it tastes like shaving cream. Right? No, shaving cream. Right. Your, your food Mayonnaise. Is, your, Mayonnaise. Your food is good. But no, seriously, how do you test the sharpness of a knife? Is it just when it breaks down? Usually I'll grab a tomato or something like that and try to slice the tomato thin. If, that, it, that if it won't thin? cut that tomato, then... Back to the steel. Three grand? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's 20 years in high, ago. In high school? Yeah. What the wow. fuck, man? Do you know what you could have done with three? No, right, no, yeah. <laughs> I still think he stole okay. it. But. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that I didn't date anyone in, until like I was yeah. 21. Mm-hmm. But I had a brand new, ordered it off the assembly line Ford truck. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was where all my, all my fundage went to. Knives and trucks. Knives and trucks. You still have the truck? Oh, hell no. No? <laughs> but, but the knives Long are the real gone. deal. Yeah, the knives are, knives are my babies. What, what brand of knives is that? Hinkle. Hinkle. German. Yeah, are they German. still in business? Mm-hmm. They've been around longer than... Keith. Yeah, 1800s. <laughs> 
You, I saw him look at you. All right, so back to the real deal. So Good Chef needs some good knives. Yep. What are some seasonings that you have to have? Oh. Chicken? Kosher fish. salt. Who? You got to have seasons? Yeah. Seasonings? Oh, you got to have kosher salt. That's from your days at the synagogue. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, then, uh, if you use table salt, it's so fine that you put a little bit on there and it's you can put the same amount of salt mm-hmm. and kosher salt on and it's going to be two totally different things. Because I would think the kosher salt co- keeps kosher the flavor. Salt. Yeah, the kosher. well, the kosher salt is bigger flakes. Right. So it doesn't permeate through. It sits more on the top. Mm-hmm. Whereas the grains of table salt are so fine, it goes straight through the meat okay. and makes everything just salty. Salty. Yep. All straight right. up salty. So you don't even have t- regular table salt. You have kosher salt in your house. I have, I have both, but I use the kosher salt as like my staple for seasoning when I'm cooking. Okay. Table salt is on the table, and that's what I use when I'm... I could use a little bit more salt on this or... So kosher salt is, comes is one. Yep. Kosher? Okay. What else? Now you got to have pepper. You got to have mm. garlic. You got to have onion. Mm. Powdered you onion? Or, or... Granulated. Okay. Granulated garlic and granulated onion. Uh-huh. And then you got to have some sort of Creole seasoning. Wow. This, is, this is for everything. This is for fish, yep. chicken, beef. Yeah. Creole seasoning. Mm-hmm. Do you Tony, ever... Tony Chattery's. Do you ever grab... Like, you walk into your local grocer, grab a steak off the freezer, go home, throw it on with nothing, and just eat it? Or is it every time is it a process for you? Because um, I can almost see where it's every like... Every time it's a process. Yeah. Like, you, like, if I just grabbed a steak off the shelf and put it on, I could see you wanting to explode. Like, what are you doing? You missed all these other steps, and well, now you're we'll, cooking. We'll go the tri-tip. Yeah. So the tri-tip, it got rubbed down with um, a little bit of Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. Then I put the rub on it. Yeah. Then I put it in a bag. Okay. And it sat overnight. Uh-huh. And I got up this morning. Yeah. Went and fixed your mom's garage door. Okay. Came back home, fired up the grill, got the grill hot. Yeah. Went ahead and seared the, the tri-tip. You didn't let them get to room temperature? I did. Okay. I took it out before we left. Stop skipping steps, man. Sorry. We just wanted to give all so, the secrets. So let it, let it come up to room temperature. It's a competitor, How too. How long did it take? Well, it was about an hour and a half. Okay. So get the grill fired up. Get it seared. Mm. Go ahead and put it, wrap it in foil with a little bit of butter. Let it sit <clears> on the top rack of the grill. Top rack. Top rack. Yeah. Stick the probe in. Check that temperature. Check it, boy. As soon as it's, as soon as it's right around 130 degrees, pull it off, let it rest. Let it rest. Mm. Yeah. Let, mm. let that bitch rest. How long? It rested about 15 minutes. You put butter on it? I already had butter on it. You didn't put butter on it again? No. Uh, no, I put cheese on it, though. What? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He, made, he made these tri-tip, what, bunanis, bucatis? It would be a tri-tip euro. <laughs> euro? I, I yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's could, really what it was. Yeah. That was fantastic. Fucking delicious. And, fantastic. and it's funny because I'm uh, uh, to my own horn here. But uh, the other <laughs> night we had my uh, nephew's football game. Okay. And it's like, eh, we went out the, we went, he played two games the night before. Football? For Thursday night. Yeah, he played Damn. the, the. Oh, he probably played junior, sophomore yeah, JV sophomore, and, then and then he varsity. played JV and then Friday night was a uh, varsity game. Fucking so, he's a, made of fucking rubber. Is and what he's made a bad of. boy. Yeah. If he's playing all three, he's yeah, a bad he played, boy. He played every, every play he was in for the, for Thursday night for both games. Damn. 
whatever the whatever the plays are called. Cause I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I drink co- I drink cocktails <laughs> that have whipped cream on them. So, but uh, so every, every yes, I know. I'm sorry. So uh, we get over there Thursday night. We went to Chili's, and it was a complete letdown. I was just going to ask you why why do you eat out? Why would you? Excuse me. Why do you eat out at restaurants? <laughs> because it was convenient. I was just gonna, so convenience and social out. You know, yeah, social no, out. No, yeah. No. So, no. So we got Chili's. Horrible service. Horrible food. I mean, it was just god awful. Mm-hmm. So. Friday night, we got Friday night lights. I'm like, I got these leftover uh, pitas. I got some steak, some some uh, sirloin steak that's been sitting in the fridge, marinating for the past couple days. Mm-hmm. I got, I don't have bell peppers. Honey, will you stop and get some bell peppers on your way home? So she gets bell peppers, and we go ahead and start, you know, grill those steaks up, chop them up, and just kind of put this thing together to take to the game. Mm. Man, mm-hmm. I bit into that thing. I was like, oh, my God. I still got it. Never <laughs> lost it. Fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah, but, but everything. He everything... just updated his resume with resume with that. And I can do these now. I, I impress myself. <laughs> I impress myself. Yeah, and, and that, the other thing that I think is probably most important to me is everything has to be seasoned. So like the pitas mm. today, I brush those with butter. A little bit of Greek seasoning, some garlic salt, grilled mm. them, steak seasoned, the peppers and onions and mushrooms are all seasoned. You know, everything, each step along the way, up until the final, I pull out a piece of everything put together, taste it, no needs a little bit more of this, go ahead and season it one more time, then I put it all together. That's probably the most important step to me, is seasoning each individual ingredient along individual. the way, and then bringing it all together and seasoning that. So you don't put it all together, season it, and then put it on. You season each thing. Each thing gets because then each thing it. has its own seasoning that's applicable for that yeah. piece of food. Yeah. All right. That's why it has so many different flavors. Yeah, in there. yeah. What do you do with um, the different types of pans and shit? I know you guys, you got like cast iron, you got tin, you got oven. I don't know what the fuck. Right? Dutch oven shit. What tastes better? Cast iron for frying? Do you make pancakes in cast iron or do you make it on... Um, who's that? Ginsu? No, Ginsu was a knife. Who remember the late night commercials where you could burn shit in and then <laughs> yeah. would just slide it off? Yeah, the, 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 the Teflon copper Teflon. pan. Yeah. yeah, are those any good? That's what I cook on. Okay, so yeah. you can make that's fried food and pancakes. Uh, like like uh, fried food is in deep fried food. Mm-hmm. Always going to go cast iron on that or a, a deep fryer. Okay, mm. uh, the cast iron's going to have hold the heat better. It's going to be be more evenly distributed. So if I'm doing like a catfish fry, which I've never done. But you're not scared of it. <laughs> no, I'm not scared of it. No. A catfish uh, fry. Yeah. Ooh. You anything about catfish fries? Mm. Yeah, I've been to catfish fries. Yeah. I, got, I got aunties from North Carolina. I've catfish fried. I've oh. had fucking fried cupcakes. Do they noodle? Do they, <laughs> fried, do they fried, noodle for those catfish? Fried toothpaste. I mean, <laughs> they fry everything, man. I'm serious. So, so best thing I ever fried. Working at the country club. I loved Mars bars and Snickers bars. Oh, mm. And I, we got a spreading station set up. I got panko. I got egg wash. I got buttermilk. Take that flour, add a little sugar to it, roll that Snickers bar around in it, Ugh. throw it in the buttermilk, get it nice and moist, and then I throw it in the panko, deep fry that son of a bitch. Man, that thing was... Cut it open and it was just like ooey gooey. 
ooey gooey heart stopping food. Heart, heart, <laughs> heart stopping diabetic coma all in one fell swoop. Mm. All right, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Here you sit here. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna assume, you know, you, throw me an ingredient. I, I, I'm gonna assume you're not black. All right, that's what I'm gonna go ahead out on a limb. Maybe in Mississippi with white only signs, you might be yeah. considered black. But yeah. you're not. You're dark. Cat, Georgia. But you're not black. No, Mississippi's great. Here's the problem. <laughs> All my girl cousins, my aunties, some of my uncles, they can do it. I can't do it. I keep fucking it up. And I learned, I'm going to get to my point, just fucking relax. I learned that your grease can go bad. Oh, yeah. And I try it with olive oil, right? So I've been trying to fry fucking chicken, right? But my, back, my outside gets real burnt and my inside's still raw. So I turn my fire down. But when I turn my fire down, my chicken never cooks. Right. It sinks to the bottom and... So can you do it in a cast iron pan or do you need a pot? I would recommend a pot. Cast iron. A cast iron pot, like a Dutch oven. Uh-huh. Mm. A flat bottom Dutch oven, not one with the legs on it, a camp oven. Yeah. But a flat bottom Dutch oven. And you're going to go ahead and you're going to get it right around 325, 350. Okay. You're going to need a deep frying thermometer for this. Okay. You're going to put that on the side. As soon as it says 325, 350, you're going to go ahead, take your, you've taken your chicken at this point, I'm sure, you put it in a brown bag with seasoned flour. Mm. You've shaken it up and you just let it sit. It's Why a brown bag? Why not a big giant <laughs> Ziploc bag? As the Ziploc bag, it's gonna all the moisture is gonna stay inside. Whereas the brown bag, it's porous, so it allows air to Bulls breathe. Are, okay, mm. God damn it, that's interesting. So this you, is what my so auntie getting, is in my mouth. tacky. <laughs> yeah. Instead of getting sloppy, sticky, nasty, you just get nice tacky chicken. So you're gonna have mm. it in that brown bag. Do you use egg, Do you use an egg wash? Uh, not for fried chicken, though. No. So, so you wet you wet the chicken down because you rinse it off. Yep, you right? rinse it off. <clears throat> then you put it in a flour with your salt and pepper and maybe seasoned salt, salt pepper, garlic, whatever. Bit, if if you're if you're going true southern style chicken or North Carolina, you're gonna have some some cayenne in there. Mm-hmm. Some of those mm-hmm. spices bite, mm-hmm. are gonna give you a little bit of burn. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna put all that in your flour. You're gonna season up now. Again, you want to make sure that seasoning is right. So why not take a little piece of chicken skin, bread that up, and throw it in the fryer. Okay. Taste it. If that crackling is good, mm-hmm. then go, go with the chicken. That's the outside, though. So when you put it in that deep fryer, it goes to the bottom. When it's done, it's supposed to float, right? Right. Now. You, can, you do it by visual, or you still keep using it the thermometer? Yeah, you use the thermometer. All right. I mean, if, you, if you're, I'm going to say auntie is probably doing it. More often than okay, I'm from the northeast. It's auntie, auntie. <laughs> yeah, your auntie. auntie. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, was, auntie is from Hawaii. Yeah, <clears throat> your auntie uh-huh. is going to be cooking fried chicken probably more than once every month. Okay, or so once she's every got couple it, so months. she can so she visually can, she, knows she, she knows when it's up. She knows when it, when it's up. Mm-hmm. She can look at it. She's trained. We're not to that step. Okay. You know, when you start frying chicken all the time, then you're going to know. All right. But you're going to go ahead and fry it. If it's starting to get too dark, what are you going to do? You're going to go ahead and pull it out, put it in the oven. Okay. Finish in the oven. That way you're not going to have that continued oil <laughs> saturating mm. it and burning around it. I've been drinking a long time. When he said pull it out and finish in the oven, my <laughs> mind went so many different fucking places. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just, I'm sorry, Jamie, okay? You were so perverted. This is what happens. <laughs> Here's a I, I don't say it, but I think it, and it makes me laugh. 
You're such a boy. If you, if you, I'm such a juvenile, is what it yeah, is. If yeah. you, if you, since you're sitting across from Keith, if you sit there across from him and you're talking <laughs> and he gets this glazed over look, that is not the alcohol. I promise you. I've sat across from him plenty of times. That is not the alcohol. That is him going off into some other juvenile direction yeah. that people may or may not want to know about. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different thing. My wife that listens to show doesn't want to know about it. Hey, Dutch oven. Dutch oven. Mm. Are you any good at that? Nope. I love a Dutch oven. You own Dutch ovens? 70. All right. So Se- what, a little what, sarcasm. 70? 70 pieces of cast iron between Dutch ovens, uh, cast iron skillets. Wait, what? Why, why do they call it Dutch oven? Is that how they cook over there? Yeah. In the ground? Yeah. I love a peach so you, cobbler. So you cook from the top down? Oh. No, you're cooking from, you're cooking from, it's, it's like an oven. So your oven at home has a heating element on the bottom, heating element on top. That's convection. <laughs> no, convection is a fan in the back that's blowing air around and circulating air. Is that a good way to cook? Yeah. Because I, I heard it's faster. That's what I yeah, use on my... You, you usually drop your temperature down by 25 degrees and... Drop your time by about 15 minutes. Okay. So. All right. Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. So Dutch oven, you're cooking from the bottom because you got coals on the bottom. You got coals on top. But I've seen them when they put it in the ground and put the fire on top of it. You can you can throw it in a fire pit, but you're still going to have... It's all the same idea. Yeah. Is right? it a faster way to cook? No. It's slower. Slower, but it's tasty. What can you make mm. in there? What can't I make in there? I've ha- I had uh, for the first time. This is a couple of years ago, and I've had it once a year ever since. Is uh, lasagna? Lasagna's good. I didn't know I've that done was even a thing. In them. Cheesecakes? Yeah. What What did you bring us today? What was that? Tropical contact high key lime pie. <laughs> oh damn! That was so hippies, fucking good. Of course, good. it's a tropical <laughs> that contact. That was so high. fucking good, man. Having a piece right now. Now, now, if I understand, that's award winning. Yes. Is it not? Yes, it is. Would you mm. win an award without it? Um, first one was Abzuroki, Ab- Montana, at uh, a barbecue competition. In my heart. Yes. I that was the heart. first one. How many times since one. has that uh, recipe uh, brought you joy like that? Uh, four or five times. Wow. Where'd wow. you get that recipe from? Made it up. So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there listening to some 70s music, and you put the lime in the coconut, you mix it all up, and I was mm. like... Key lime pie. Yeah. Is that from a movie? That's from a movie. They did put it in a movie, but oh, originally it it's not. Put the lime in, in the, the coconut and mix it all up. up. Yeah, yeah that, it, it is in a movie, but it's not originally where it's from. Is that Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know. Never seen it. Who? You're on Practical Magic. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> we heard you, shy girl. All right, what's the weirdest thing you ever cooked? Like, if you're stranded in the mountains, could you cook? Could you cook a bear? Could you cook a snake? I cook. You know, it's it's funny. I was we watched this uh, movie called Into the Wild. With yeah. that that yep. that martyr. Yeah, oh, this, I hate this, the people. This dipshit shoots a moose, <laughs> and I'm like, he's set for a long time. He's he's good to go for a long time. Okay, and then he totally screws the pooch and lets the meat go bad. How do you keep the meat good? Well, first off, you kill it. Okay. You open it up and you vent it out so it's cooled off as much as possible. Okay. And then you're going to start smoking that son of a bitch. And that it, so if you smoke the meat, it'll last a longer time? It's like yeah. jerky? Yeah, it's like jerky. Okay. You're, you're, you're basically going to have to dehydrate it. So when so, he came back, the, the, mag, the moose was full of maggots. Can you overcome that if you're hungry? I, I imagine I could. I'd have to be pretty damn hungry. 
We got maggots to eat, guys. That's protein. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever cooked, man? If you're in, the, you're into the wild. You're out there on that bus number. What is it? One ninety three, two sixty four, two sixteen. You're out there on that bus, and you, you, there's rabbits and shit running. Hey, I'm gonna teach you something. I know you don't know this. Wow, ain't I arrogant? But do you know you can starve to death by just eating rabbit? Did I you did know not that? know that. Ah, I did wow. teach you. It's called rabbit starvation. The protein in rabbit meat is so high that your body won't digest it. So if you just eat rabbit, you, you'll have substance, but your body won't get the nutrients. And you can still die by eating Interesting. It. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Did, did not know that. See, you never know what you might learn on to what you're saying. You're welcome. So anyhow, what, what <laughs> Probably can... Probably the first what, time. What, can, what, what have you eaten? What have you cooked? And you're like, turtle? I've, I've eaten beaver. I've I'm talking cooking <laughs> in the kitchen, not your when personal I was life. In the kitchen. When I was talking about his eyes glossing <laughs> over, we also have to be careful. I could take that so far. <laughs> I've eaten uh, rattlesnake, mm-hmm. um, wild boar. Is this shit you've cooked? Yeah. So the country club, one of the, uh, going back to that, um, one of my many punishments was standing out on the ninth hole and... Basting a wild boar. And I was out there from 6 o'clock in the morning to about 5.30 at night, middle of summer, basting this wild boar. So when people came by, you gave them a slice of wild boar? When the, when the people came by, I'm like, this is what you're going to eat tonight. It's got nice tusks on it. Gorgeous, gorgeous beast. Uh-huh. Well, we had a bunch of wild boar in the, fri- or in the oven, too, inside the country club. Uh-huh. That they were cooking that was for the meat or for the meal. Okay. This was all for show. But that's just pork, though. Right? It's still just... Because they say if you take a pig and let it go in a while, six months, it'll be a wild boar. It'll grow tusk, hair, and all that shit. Is that true? We got a, we got a pig at our mother-in-law's house that's got tusks on it. Is we, it alive? Yeah. yeah. He's, it's a pet? Yeah, he's a sweet boy. His name's Milo. <laughs> His name's Milo. He's a pot belly pig. And your mother-in-law lives in West Virginia? No, uh, West Georgia. She, she, she's <laughs> right here in the state. Yeah. And she has a wild pig. Well, he's not wild, but he's got tusks. Huh. All right. So yeah, what, and, what? And, and if you fork him, which we have, Jamie about this. Fork this him? Little, yeah, you got this little uh, I thought that was sheep. scratcher. I, I thought that was sheep that you forked. No, no, no. You got to fork your pig. You sit there and you... you, you I'm trying not to. <laughs> I, I could tell. I sensed it. You, I sensed it. You sit there with this little back scratcher and you scratch his back. And next thing you know, he flops over on his side and rolls over and just sits there and takes a belly rub. He hmm. wants to be loved. He's a sweet pig. <laughs> I, I want to eat him, but she said no. You got to stop, man. All right, you I said did, so many things. I'm trying to stay does, off. The- does the wild boar, then, I'm going to bring this back around. Does the wild boar taste different than just regular pork? Oh, yeah. It's, how's, it's, how's, it's got a, a much stronger If you just answer flavor. with gamey, I'm going to reach has, across. No, it has a much stronger flavor. It's beefy. Um, it's Oh. Pork, pork is, uh, domestic pork is white, mm-hmm. wild boar is red. It's, oh, It's a red meat. Oh, okay. Why, so why, it's, do you know why that is? Um, their diet. All right. I mean, they're wild boar, domestic pigs eat everything on the farm, but grains, um, millet, whatever. Dead you know? bodies. Hey. No, no, that's where the wild boar come in. They eat <laughs> rodents. Anything they can scavenge and the, the snake you cooked, did you gut it yourself? <clears throat> no, it was already. It's already good. Yeah. What'd you do with that? Uh, that was a quick sear on a grill because it has no fat to it whatsoever. Same thing with alligator. I've had that. 
Gator no Atlanta Florida had alligator. It was it yeah. was fried. Yeah, deep fried you'd alligator. Have to, you'd have to add fat to it. Just such so, a lean meat. Yeah, it's really lean. What about frog legs? Tastes just like chicken. It does. Believe it or not, I've it. had those and they're actually really good. Yeah, they're just weird because. Like they're bendy like a frog leg mm-hmm. until I realize, oh shit, these are frog legs. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, it tastes just like chicken. Have you done turtle? Incredible. No. No? No. You could I wanted to. Oh, you got sad eyebrows like to, it was wanted, like I, your I, pet. What that, happened? Like, I ran no away from you? You couldn't <laughs> catch it? I I want I, one of my uh plans was to go to Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Mm. But we didn't get to do that. Was that this year? No, it was two years ago okay. when we had one of our friends with us and she got the, the snaggles got her hard. <laughs> I mean, I think she. We we ended up at the Publix parking lot back in Orange Beach, Alabama, and I ran inside to get some stuff to fix dinner, and came back out, and all I get smells Kool Aid. And I got over, and I'm like, "Where the hell's where's Liz at?" Look in the back seat, and she's flopped out of the side of the car, and just throwing up all the. Uh, mm. What were those? Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 They got her. So, so the hurricanes got her good. <laughs> how many? How many? So you do cooking competitions? Yeah. How many times a year do you do that? On a non-COVID year, about fifteen to twenty. Oh wow! All across the Western United States, uh, Montana, Wyoming, Nevada, Utah, Colorado. Yeah, all those are in the West. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, Western. You like, oh, yeah, over yeah, here. Like, yeah. we, uh, we want. We wanted this year was going to be our year to go to Wisconsin. Because they do one at mm. uh, Lambeau Field. Oh, so it was a cheese-based diet? No, it was a barbecue competition. <laughs> I would, but I would, but I would definitely pick up a wheel of cheddar cheese while I was there. You've been to Kansas City and all that, Missouri? Would they get? Down? I've been to Kansas, but I haven't been you there haven't... for a barbecue competition. But you're not scared to do that? No, no. You'd walk in any room. Oh yeah. So is the head held high? <laughs> is your cooking style then different than East Coast and Southern? Uh, up in the north, I mean, or is barbecue, it generally barbecue? Yeah. Yes, barbecue. It's uh, sweet and heat. Where? Here, and anywhere, here? anywhere okay. in the western United States. Okay. Um, if you get into California, Oregon, they for some reason go to a savory uh, barbecue. It's got a lot of cinnamon, nutmeg, clove in their barbecue rubs. Mm-hmm. It's very much different. How come horse? How come people don't eat horse? Oh, so that's your horse. Pet. I thought Not you said horse. whores. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they do, but different. And where are you going with this, Keith? Horse. H O R S E. Got horse. it. I'm following. He understood me. How and come people don't eat horse? I did eat um, horse. I ate horse because, in Mexico. Because they're people's pets. That's yeah. how, that's in the United States, that is a pet. I mean, my daughters, both of them own horses. You could do it though, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Have you ever tasted it? Be honest. I have not. Very but lean. I, I need to go find a Polynesian family to. It's Be like, hey. It's very lean. Yeah. Uh, I had it in Mexico yeah. mm-hmm. a couple of times and probably a lot of times. And it's actually really good. It's very popular in French cuisine. En yeah. Who? In French cuisine. They it, use a lot of horse? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. know that. We man. domesticated them. That yeah. was it. So what? Everybody else. I, and you built your own smoker from what I understand. Yes. Yep. All Jamie, right. my dad, we uh, went and picked up a... Old air compressor tank out of Lewiston, Utah. A boat trailer Jamie found in West Jordan. Um, How many? My basketball stand's part of it. <laughs> uh, there was a cabin that burned down in Midway, Utah, and all that was left was the fireplace. And uh-huh. my dad salvaged that. And 
We put that in the as part of the smoker. That's a firebox. All right. For reference, how Damn. many how many whole chickens can you put in it? Sixty. Six zero. How many Six briskets? Zeros. Holy shit! Uh, briskets probably about thirty. 25, 30, 30 briskets. Have you, how many have you done? Uh, haven't done that many briskets. We're in Utah, so it's that's that's a massive smoke. Like, yeah, they're cheap, but I've done uh 25 pork butts on it for a uh, is this to cater something? I'm assuming, okay, okay, because damn, that's a lot of meat. Half baked hickeys, you guys also cater for parties and stuff. Yeah, we'll do. I mean, it's word of mouth stuff. We don't go out and advertise. It's mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's been some local uh, municipalities for police work that have asked us to help out, and so we've done stuff for their FOPs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do so. you? Is it stressful doing that much food? Or if you do one, you might as well do thirty. Yeah, yeah. If I'm the only difference is the amount of time that you're going to put onto it. But they all don't cook at the same rate. I remember you telling me one time you were talking about the briskets. Like some of them were. More active than the other ones. So yeah. the tougher ones are going to take longer to cook. Yeah. So if you got 25 briskets on there, some of them are about tougher ones, right? Yeah, and you're going to go ahead and plan your whole time frame around that tougher one. Oh. You're going to... So do you have 25 thermometers? I'm going to say that 25 of those are going to be tough. Mm. So as I'm cooking along, oh, shoot, this one's done already. I have one thermometer. I sit there and probe them all. Okay. You know, and as soon as that one's one's ready to come off, it comes off, goes into a, a warming box. Oh, so holds. you take them off one at a time. Yeah. All right. Yep. Can you tell when they're raw, which one's a tough one and which one's not? Yeah. How? You, you It's uh, called a limp meat test. And you, you, you're, you're holding it up. You're holding up in this cryo backpack. <laughs> and if it stays pretty much standing up, mm-hmm. that's a tough piece of meat. But if it flops over... That's your meat you want. God, this, it's the only back time. down to the basics. <laughs> the only time you want limp meat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're cooking your brisket, you want limp meat. Do you have a YouTube channel? I do not. Why? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? Because my to my, teach the my masses. Dude, my dude, the dude I, I look up to, other than you, I, I don't want to get hit in the face, but the other than you is is a guy named Malcolm Reed. Oh. Do you yeah. know how to barbecue right? Yeah, yeah. I listen to his podcast right after yours every week. Oh, could you fuck Ooh. him up? Could you beat his ass? Uh, you know, I, he, I, he's a big guy. No, 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 I, no. I'm, I, talking, I, I'm talking cooking wise, not physical. No, no, no. He, he's a, he's a big guy. I, I just have to love him because. But when he's he, talk, he's when, one of those people that I too, you know, I sit there and go, yeah, he's right. You know, I'll sit there and listen to you learn from I was him. Listen, yeah, I was listening to his cocktail show the other the other day and mm-hmm. like oh. Your meat mojitos kind of fucked up, but you know, I mean, I can, t- I can teach <laughs> you how to do give it. A try. I can teach you how to do a better mojito than that. You know, I'm not gonna sit mm-hmm. there. I, he was talking about sugar cubes and pouring the rum over the sugar cubes. And I'm like, yeah, no. So his drinks. I'm gonna not go on ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and make simple syrup and and all that stuff. So, but you know, I sit there and listen to what he's talking about, and I critique it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I do that differently. You know, but. At the same time, there's a lot of stuff that I sit there and go have an aha moment with. Okay. Huh. So, Which is good. It's yeah, always good to yeah. learn. Right. Yeah, oh, but definitely. my point being is, so you do the grilling, because we, we got the grill guys. Those, those are the grill guys, right? Yeah. But you do the grilling, and then you turn around, and you can do the kitchen shit, Dutch yeah. oven shit, desserts. Yeah. So you can encompass so many different things. I, that's, that's one of the things I pride myself on. You know, we, when we go into a, an event, you know, most of the time, 
we have a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, yeah, she's looking like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever your plan is, buddy. <laughs> That's it. You, you go into those I don't share. I, I'm, you have a mental I'm, plan. I'm a, yeah. I have a mental plan, but quite some, quite often it does not come. It's like this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, uh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> day after tomorrow, we got a... We got an event we're going to. Oh, well, we were supposed to go to lava. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Do you get in competitions <laughs> where you go and you don't know what you're going to cook? Um, I try to. Uh, the state fair mm. used to do one called a mystery bag. Okay. And Mystery rag? Mystery bag. Oh. And what they would do is they would they have a pantry set up on the in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like your any food network show where you got your pantry set up and then they go ahead and they give you a bag with potatoes in it, uh, some cut of beef or pork or chicken, depending on who's sponsoring it. Um, one of the weirdest ones I had had Red Hots in it. The candy? The candy. Okay. Hmm. And you're like, okay, I got chicken, I got Red Hots, uh-huh. I got buttermilk. Uh-huh. Okay, you do? what the hell am I going to do with this? I made cinnamon chicken. I took the Red Hots, I pureed them up. Add them into my breading. I took some of the powder, seasoned the chicken with it with salt, so it had a, a nice cinnamon uh, flavor going to it that wasn't natural okay. by any means. It was, <laughs> it was not the cinnamon that you would expect. Yeah. You know, but added some uh, other spices to it that were savory, the clove, the nutmeg, and fried it up. So How'd you do on that? I think I took third. I was like 16. Out of 16 mm. people you took third? No, I, was, I was 16 years old when I did that. Oh, oh no yeah. shit. So, but that's got to be, uh, I, you said you enjoy that, and I imagine it's because yeah. it pushes your limits. It pushes oh, yeah. what you yeah. could do. I would have took the, the Red Hots and stuffed them up the cavity of the fucking <laughs> turkey or whatever the hell I was cooking and baked that shit in the oven with some seasoning salt on it. Fuck you guys. You're going to give me candy and fucking meat, man. Lowry's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> give me my Lowry's. <laughs> But he, but he has the uh, at sixteen, yeah, and he has the uh, the idea to hey, why don't I puree these up and then mix it? No, I wouldn't have. I probably would have eaten the red hots and then ah, cooked I don't like together. those fucking things. No, but I would have eaten them to get rid of them. Yeah. So like, what'd you do with them? Hey, I put them in there. Can you tell? Can't you taste it, teacher? I didn't get any. <laughs> Do you cook for your sister that was downstairs getting a freak on back in the day that prompted your whole... Uh... You know, it's, it's funny. When we were growing up, she... I remember the first meal she made for us as a hmm. family. Mom and Dad, we were down at the college doing something mm-hmm. in my dad's shop. And my mom called up and said, hey, go ahead and start getting dinner ready. There's pasta sauce, there's spaghetti sauce in the fridge. And... Go ahead and get that going. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't grab the the pasta sauce. She grabbed barbecue sauce. Okay, mm. that's totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had barbecue. Barbecue spaghetti. Barbecue so your sister can't cook. No. And what's funny now is she is learning how. Now it's wow. like we go. I for Christmas I got her a smoker a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and she's took off and ran with it. Okay. Next year I'm like. You need a bigger smoker. So I got her a bigger smoker. What and a good brother. And now she's looking at getting a uh, PK grill, which is a charcoal grill that I compete with 
Um, in our steak competitions, Jamie's got a hasty bake. Grilled, a, a hasty bake? Never heard of it. It looks like a uh, nice toolbox. Okay. But it's got a uh, little fire would, chamber in the bottom you, of it. You would take camping as something like that, right? Uh, you could, okay. but we take them to competitions because that's where we do our camping. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because and we've been, and, and everyone that shows up there has got their trailers, they got their fifth wheels, their motorhomes, whatever. Because you guys, I mean... That's like a weekend thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like you're spending the night, you're getting up early, you're, yep. and how how you guys do it? So you guys prepare all night or all evening, mm-hmm. drink all night, get up in the morning. I don't know how you guys make a damn thing that tastes any good, because I tried to just visit once and left there not knowing what was happening. <laughs> so hats off to you. You were with guys. the grill guys. <laughs> it's true. I'm sure you're a little more responsible. Yeah, I tried to, you know, it's it's fine those grill guys. I end up going over to their their neighborhood and Excuse me. Uh your your alarm's been going off for the last 45 minutes. Uh you may want to check your meat. <laughs> so you have to oh, check thanks, thanks. So you have to sometimes even babysit those assholes. Yeah, I I I, I try to help them out, you know. <laughs> I, I try. There's only so much you can do. We were talking about your, your jerky <laughs> off air. Yeah. Right? Um, you talked about beaver jerky. Yes. All right. Um, Misty. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we didn't promote this mask off because no, we were we didn't. discombobulated. I, um, I want to okay. shout out to her out at uh, the Utah State Prison, Temp uh, Star Unit Number 4. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> she's, she's out there, and they take her on excursions because she's on her way to getting out, so they took her on a little... Little elk hunt, and she shot an elk, and she's gonna send us some jerky. Ooh, that'd be nice. I, I don't know if it's made in a toilet like the hooch that she makes. <laughs> so I don't know if necessarily was, the, ex- eat was it. the excursion out onto the outer perimeters of the the uh, state prison because they got some when I when I was out there working uh-huh. Uh-huh. back in the day. Uh-huh. Here it uh-huh. is. Back in the day when I was out there working, there were some huge huge deer out there. Okay, oh, so elk. that's what we're calling the country club now, huh? Yes, is is the club. D block over there. <laughs> Exactly. Ah, it's all coming together, folks. No wonder you've learned. Everybody gets a degree in prison. Yes. And, and so you were telling us a story about the strangest thing you ever made jerky out of. Yes. What, what, what was it? Backstraps of a beaver Okay. What, that somebody uh, had trapped and was going to use for just the fur. And why did you decide to make jerky out of the backstraps? I couldn't stand to see the thing go to waste. It was, it was an animal and I... Was it in a forest? It was in a canal well, in the forest. Have, something would have ate it, right? Well, no, because he brought it home. Oh, okay. And so he just wanted the pelt, right? He just wanted, yeah, it was all for the pelt. And I, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that Wasted shoot something for, for sport, and all they want to do is have a nice mount on their wall, and they yeah. can not give two shits about the, the rest of the animal. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'm, I'll give it a try. So Are you good. supposed to eat beaver meat, though? Stop I hear it's it, pretty Keith. tasty. Stop it, Keith. <laughs> um, any any protein is edible. Uh, okay. It's just about how you prepare it. All right. And All right. it was my coworker saw it was really good until I told him what it was, and then I was like, not so much. Did you uh, eat it? Yeah, I tried it. Yeah. I mean, shit, you put enough teriyaki and soy sauce in anything, and it's going to be... <laughs> How do you, how do you make jerky? Magnifical. You got to trim it off. You got to you got to put salt on you, it. You want to find the leanest cut of meat you can. Okay. 
You use a thing called prog powder, which is a uh, it's pink salt oh, that yeah, has pink, uh, yeah. phosphates in it. Phosphates, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very important. <laughs> Our first-time listeners think Keith has any idea what's happening right now. He's got his notes out. Go ahead. Phosphates. <laughs> um, and then you're going to put whatever seasonings you want, pepper, uh, soy sauce, uh, teriyaki, you know, really anything you want. You can go with a, a barbecue flavor if you wanted to and thin down a barbecue sauce, but you're going to go ahead and marinate it. Okay. Mm. Once you marinate it for a couple of days, you're going to go ahead and pull it out, stick it in a food dehydrator. Okay. Yeah, look, pulling look. it out and sticking it in. All right, go ahead. Get your bite out of the gutter. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. One, one of my other funny ones was... A food dehydrator. Yeah, food you, dehydrator. you can't hang it out on a clothesline or something? Isn't that what they used to do? Um, if you have a smokehouse, you could definitely stick it in a smokehouse and dehydrate it that way, but... You know, um, thus far, I have not uh, created a smokehouse on my... Little uh, plantation slash uh, <laughs> yard at the uh, prison. <laughs> I, I I'm assuming that uh, the smokehouses are something. If you have a giant farm and that's where you're stuck, you do yeah. that. Or yeah. if you lived in the 18 dot dot, yeah. then probably then. Yeah. Now there's other ways to do that. Yeah, and you know most most barbecue or most jerky you find now has liquid smoke added to it. And liquid smoke, interestingly enough, they take pots of water or pans of water, put them in in the smoker, mm-hmm. and as it dissipates up and goes out the smokestack, they have a oops, they have a uh, piece of plastic on top that catches all the humidity coming out and sends it back down to a little receptacle that catches the water and it's smoke flavored water and that's what liquid huh. smoke is that's called condom cooking condensation i, will not be part- <laughs> I won't be partaking in that explain, explain to me what braising is what do you braise how, how, how do you braise something uh braising is uh cooking in a liquid within an oven so you would take and make a gravy um for your pot roast pot roast is braised yeah. and like, a, you, like sometimes and turkeys yeah turkeys. Right, you braise those yep you, and you're basically putting a gravy or a sauce around the meat, <clears throat> sealing it up, and baking it in an oven. So is it kind uh, of like steaming it? Yeah. Basically? Yeah. So braising and steaming bra- would be kind bra- of the same thing? Well, steaming, usually the, the moisture is below the protein or vegetables. You know, if, if you have a steamer pot at your mm-hmm. house, the water's in the bottom, the ba- steamer basket's on top. Mm-hmm. The steam comes up, goes, circulates around creates condensation, goes back down the bottom, and you're steaming. How do those bags not melt? Bags? When you put them in a plastic yeah. baking bag. I don't oh, know. Oh, a sous vide? Yeah, sous vide. Uh, That's sous- what I was trying to say. I was, I was trying to interrupt you. Yeah. You mean a sous vide, yeah, yeah, Keith? I saw, I saw yeah. you. I saw you. Yeah, uh-huh. Your, your temperature isn't above... I think it's plastic, melting point? Yeah, plastic melts at around 390 degrees. Uh-huh. I mean, I've taken pieces of meat and wrapped them in plastic wrap put a put a foil around them thrown them in the oven and that plastic wrap even as thin as it is doesn't burn or break down it will hmm. it will stay intact probably about a year ago i learned that you could put that saran wrap on a dish and put it in the microwave and it won't melt I just learned that. I had no idea. How did you not know that already? I didn't know that, right. Keith. Okay. I did a lot of cleaning. I put a paper, t- I put a paper, paper towel, towel over it. it. 
What's that, th- <laughs> what's that thing you do to turkeys before you, you smoke them? You put them in the, the five-gallon bucket, and what is it? Brining. Brining. What is that? I need to learn how to do that. Will you explain that to me? Uh, brining is usually water or a juice. I like apple juice. Uh, cinnamon, sugar, the way or you just spices. Said that, years ago, there was this HBO special where they were talking about <laughs> these guys in prison. Okay? And they were talking about living in prison. And the guy goes, you know, sometimes you're like a man to toss your salad. Right? And the guy goes, t- yeah, you, can, I know what, you know what I'm talking I, about? I'm pretty goes, sure I saw this episode. You can either use jelly or syrup. I prefer syrup. So when you just said I prefer, <laughs> my mind went to the thing. Oh. Uh, it was an HBO show, wasn't it? Uh, it was probably 20 years ago, oh. and I need help. Go ahead. So brining. So brining, you're going to take sugar, salt, juice, or water, whatever spices you want. Apple juice? Apple juice. Okay. You can use orange juice, too, if you want to, but it's going to have a... A little acidic, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could use... Apple juice and orange juice together, or uh-huh. cranberry juice, depending on what flavor profile you want to go with. Okay. You're going to go ahead and put your uh, protein in that brine. Let it soak for up to 24 hours, depending on how big. I mean, if you're doing a little chicken, mm-hmm. four hours is going to do you. Okay. But a full turkey, 24 big, hours. Big turkey, you know, 24, 36 hours. Okay. Hmm. You're going to go ahead and remove it from the brine and pat it dry put uh for me i'm gonna put butter all over it give it a nice massage with some butter put my seasonings on there and that's gonna go into either a big dutch oven or into a roasting pan into the oven can you smoke that you can smoke it can i lay it down flat or do you have to stand it up um if i was gonna lay it down flat i'd if I was going to smoke it, I'd spatchcock it because you don't want to spatchcocking. Spatchcocking is. Is, is removing the backbone. Yep. You got to cut it in half so yep. it opens up. Oh yeah, exactly. You want it to open up, nice and wide. Oh dear, <laughs> you're oh, going to slide it into the smoker. You know what I like? My turkeys is uh, deep fried. Believe it or oh, not. Oh yes, never I had. Lo- it. Oh, I never had one. Well, you're missing out because yeah, you... that's just fantastic. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Do you need to do all that stuff to the turkey to, before you deep fry it too? I'd be better brined, but if Just you're can't in, be if you're frozen. In deep, if you're in deep fry it, you're definitely going to put, I'd probably put about five or six bar towels inside the cavity. Who? Bar towels. I don't know. Uh, a, a towel. A, a towel. Like a, like oh, a hand towel. Like, like a hand a towel. towel. Yeah. Because once you, if you're in deep fry anything, whatever moisture is in there, it turns to steam and explodes. So you want to have that cavity totally dry dry you want the outside of that bird totally dry you don't want any chunks of ice or any moisture okay whatsoever because it turns to steam and that steam fuck you up yeah, yeah that you'll, cool. you'll people boil blow, over yeah people blow shit up putting a frozen turkey in those bad boys that'd be yeah. a dumbass that did that I mean, well yeah. there's been plenty of dumbasses that used yeah. to be all the rage back probably 10 yeah. years or 10 yeah. 15 years ago that was all the rage to deep fry a turkey in, and in people a previous were putting life them in, People were putting them in cold. Yeah, in a previous life, I worked in the avenues at a place called Cucina. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were getting everything ready for Thanksgiving. We would do all the sides, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, green bean casserole. We would do all this stuff. And there was an idiot about two blocks away on his nice patio up in the avenues where the houses are built side by side mm-hmm. with hand a your neighbor a cup of sugar out the window mm-hmm. 
and he decided to throw a frozen turkey into the deep fryer, and it mm. was on a nice propane stove. Mm. And that thing went up like a tinderbox. Did it kill him? No, it didn't kill him, but it burned down his house and his neighbor's house. Wow. Damn. Sweet potato pie. Can you make sweet potato pie? I can make sweet potato pie. How is your sweet potato pie? Because it's different than... Yeah, I got Keith excited. I love... So people... Here, try my pumpkin pie. It's good. I, I like a pumpkin pie. You ain't got but none of the sweet potato no, pie. No. So there's this, there's this lady that uh, I work with, and she makes a sweet potato pie. And it is far and above better than any pumpkin pie that I've ever had. It is so good. So... So that's a little bit of a challenge. I... I, I um, like Thanksgiving's coming up. Okay. So if you can make a sweet potato pie... I'll, I'll bring one to the woodshed. <laughs> and you got to go to the farmer's market and buy a sweet potato pie. <laughs> how, do you do, how do you do yours? Sweet potatoes. How do, you get your, mm. how do you get your string out, though? You use a food processor or you take them out by hand? The, the best way that I know of for that is using what's called a food ricer or a, a food mill. And basically what happens is you, as you're grinding it up, all those strings get stuck in this mesh this mm. metal mesh. Yeah. And is that the thing you turn like this, kind of like a coffee yeah. grinder? Yep. Okay, yeah, I've seen yeah. those. Or the food ricer has, it's like a oversized garlic press. Mm-hmm. Can, it's got a canister in it that you can fill with about a half a potato at a time. Okay. And you press it through. And all the strings get stuck in the, the mesh. Mm-hmm. And use, all the use nice condensed pulp. milk? Condensed milk? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pineapple. You put pineapple in it? Yeah. Pineapple juice or pineapple? Pineapple. Tidbits. And your sweet potato pie? <laughs> Tidbits. Never yes. had it. Okay, well, I Never guess had it. our Thanksgiving is going to be a little different this year, Keith. Never ne- never had it. That I, I can't say it'd be good or bad. I've never had it, but coming from you, I'm going to think it'd be pretty damn good. It's going to be good. It's going to be delicious. 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 Oh. Your Thanksgiving. What, what, one, what, <laughs> what is that? So there's, there's a guy at uh, the uh, Wheeler Farm uh, Farmer's Market. And he sells a sweet potato pie, and it is by far the best commercial, commercially made. A brother? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be a brother. Yeah, he's from mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's white people in North Carolina. No, not like this guy. Is. Well, just because he's, he's black, black, so that yeah. would be different. Totally <laughs> 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 All right, what, what goes together? So when you got citrus goes with chicken, mm-hmm. citrus goes with fish. Yep. Citrus doesn't go with beef. No. Well, uh, you can do uh, tangerine beef. I was gonna say steak. I was gonna say uh, like Asian yeah, or Asian. Uh, like an Asian cuisine would be uh, you would put citrus with your beef because yeah. they do. What what is chutney? Chutney. It's yeah. like a. Uh, it's almost like a jam. It's uh, or a marmalade, if you will. Jam. Jam. It's uh, got usually uh, peppers, fruit. Uh, ginger, all mixed together in a a, a, a pectin or jelly. So my question is this, and we got to get close, and who knows how close it is, but we're wasting your time because I know you got something to cook <laughs> somewhere. What are you going to do with all this knowledge that you've acquired over the over the years? Are you ever plan on opening up your own restaurant? I talked about a YouTube channel. You could get followers. I, if you I could do anything, show. it'd be a food truck. A food truck. Oh, yeah. wow. That big hippie's food truck. Yeah. Here's the thing with a food truck, though. You still don't get to express your full potential. You can cook anything. Anything. So you get a food truck. You have to have, you know, I, all right, so I'm going to do tacos. 
right? And then you maybe you, with the tacos, maybe you could do I don't know a, a fucking uh, punani or a hot dog or something. But you can't do all the shit you do. You know what I mean? Not all at once, but you can. You could definitely go ahead and do street tacos uh, for one week and do uh, linguiso. What's that? Uh, What's that? Linguiso. Yeah. Uh, beef tongue or linguis? Yeah. Beef tongue. Beef tongue. Braised mm, beef tongue. No. Yeah. Nope. That'd be the mm. day I'm not coming to your taco sandwich. Nope. Well, yeah. As soon as you would advertise that. Well, that's that, one option. But the other option. What is are you gonna do with beef a nice tongue? pork belly? You braise it, and then you slice it really thin. It's it's almost like a uh, pate. It's got a. It's very smooth. And you go ahead and braise it, as we were talking about before. Uh huh. And then you peel the skin off of it. Skin off the tongue. Yep. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. And then you slice in nice thin pieces. Yeah. Mm-mm. And you fry it in Mm-mm. pork fat. You, you, you slice it from tip to back or slice it all the way across the top? No, tip, tip to back. Tip to back? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have nice little thin slices. Nice. Mm-hmm. Little thin slices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put, nope. Some, nope. put some nice... Uh, Why did you learn how to cook that? Ooh, what, what, what happened that day? Like, it was a competition. <laughs> and you got left with the tongue? No, it was what... Everybody was doing. I feel. I feel like. I feel like he's as competitive as Keith. That's like cornhole. I got twenty. Who's next? <laughs> I was looking for those motherfuckers the other day. I was in their neighborhood and I was looking for them. They weren't out there because I was gonna go again. I only had yeah. ten dollars in my pocket this yeah. time, right? Right. But I don't give yeah. a fuck. I'll take the ass kicking anytime it's available. Yeah, but that's I feel how like, you learn. That's how you learn. Right. But I feel like uh, half baked hippies are that way. Like, bring on. Wh- okay. Oh, you got a competition. I'm competitive. I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat your ass. And so he goes. We're gonna, we're gonna throw we're down. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna definitely look at their goddamn shirts before I throw down with them, though, and be like, "Why are you fucking <laughs> like the safe?" <laughs> I'm gonna know. I'm gonna hopefully know the room I'm walking into. Motherfuckers had matching shirts, and I didn't even notice my ego was that big. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, but but my my taco or my my food truck's gonna have, you know, tacos one week, and I'm gonna do. Pork belly tacos, traditional carne asada. Mm. I'm gonna have some chicken options. I'll even for the if you want a tofu one. I, I mean that's white. Claw. I can make that's white claw day. No, I, I will never eat tofu. It's white claw nope. day. I can make it tofu. And I'll, I'll do an Asian taco. <laughs> There's a dude in San Diego. I'm gonna fusion it up. That has this food truck where he doesn't announce to like what he's cooking and where he's gonna be to like the day of. Uh-huh. Let's say I'm gonna be at Merritt Park today. From 12 to 4, and I have blah, blah, blah. And he'll go and park there and sell out. Yeah. He won't even make it at 4 o'clock. I would think yeah. your Chow, recipe... The truck was that way. Who? The chow truck here in, in Utah. He, he, what happened to him? COVID. Take his spot, <laughs> though. Yeah. No, no they, they had... I think they had ended up with, like, seven trucks. And they just got so big that... Yeah, uh, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie, if she got the opportunity, if she could find him right now, she'd go buy their damn root chips. Because they had sweet potato, um, potato, carrot, beet, and turnip. Damn. And they do these fried chips, have it all sliced out thin, toss them in a little bit of uh, seasoning after they pull them out of the oil. Uh-huh. Those things are off the chain. But you could do it. Oh, yeah. So you, here's your girl over here <laughs> eating some man stuff. He's like, this, this motherfucker ain't shit. I could do this. Yeah, he's he, like, well, why don't you do it then, Davey? Why don't you do it? And he's, he's, and he's like, taught himself how. I don't want to get the fryer out. It's easier to go to that food truck 
So get him out so, of the fruit truck and just get the fryer out. All, all I see is is Half Baked Hippies YouTube channel cooking food, teaching people how. Because Keith and I had a discussion about this. Uh, this was off air, and this was a couple of weeks ago. Is People, when you get to a certain age, like you have, you acquire all this knowledge throughout your life, mm-hmm. and then you die and it's gone. That All that knowledge stays with you and it's gone, unless you share that knowledge with somebody, right? Yep. Like, sitting here now with you for the last hour and a half, the amount of knowledge for food that you have is incredible. Yes. And, and to be able to share that with people is it's amazing now they'll probably take from you bits and pieces and make their own thing right but like the amount of knowledge you have for food it's incredible blows my mind funny thing you say that though because i was talking to davey one time this is about a year ago and he was talking about your 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 spices that you put on your brisket and i was like oh well i add this he goes that's how we learn he goes i'm not afraid to share anything because if you build on it that makes me better because what are you going to do you're going to come back to me and say hey i added this and i'll taste it you know he's going to vet you right motherfucker's been doing this a long time he's going (laughs) to vet you like oh that works or that's shitty I thought about this instead and add it and there's your new seasoning. You know what I mean? That's how we get right, better. Right. And that one of the things one of my biggest things is knowledge is worthless if you don't hand it off. That's what you say. There it is. And you know, I mean if if you're my big thing is you have to be willing to learn in order for me to take the time to to share with you. Mm-hmm. I was on a on the phone with a friend of ours this morning and he's got his daughter's birthday and Eight o'clock this morning, my phone's going off. I'm like, what's up? Well, I just want to go through this brisket recipe with you really quick and make sure I got all the everything I need. And you know, four hours later, he's calling. Hey, my brisket, the the flat's done already. Okay, well you're fine. You know, you just need to do A, B, C, and D. And it'll, are you sure it'll be okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you're not the first person to have brisket done early. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's the the whole thing is you know. He's he's willing to take the time to reach out and ask for the help. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to him. But if you're mm-hmm. if you're expecting me to come along and see you, now mind you, if I'm driving down the road and I see somebody's got a smoker on, I'm like, I got time. I got twenty. <laughs> I got twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I got time. I'm what you about doing? To teach him. What you doing? <laughs> I can still dunk it. <laughs> Fuck. What you doing? Oh, you're smoking something? Oh, well, you know, let me let me tell you how I do that. What I've learned from you is butter is your friend. Oh, butter is definitely Squeeze your friend. Squeeze butter is your friend because it keeps things um moist. There we go. There mm-hmm. we go. His favorite word. All right. Um on your on your pork. Yep. I you even told me one at one time to put it on the brisket yep. because it can't hurt, yep. right? Chicken. And chicken. Yep. It, it it's it's a cure all. Yeah. So it's something mm. about it emulsifies the meat and keeps it soft, correct? Yep. Hmm. Yep. That's mm. fucking hot, man. It's delicious. Give me a carrot recipe right quick, because I got a bag full of carrots I was supposed to juice when I was going to be healthy about three <laughs> weeks ago. And I think they're going back. Can, can you can you um, um, saute carrots? Oh, hell yeah. All right. So the first thing you're going to do is steam them. Put them in your steamer basket mm-hmm. on top of your pot of water. Got it. You're going to steam them for about 15 minutes. They're little nubs, right? Yeah. Okay. You're going to steam them for about 15 minutes. You're going to pull them out. Set them aside. Yeah. You're going to get a pan with butter, because butter's your friend. Yeah. Brown sugar. Uh-huh. And you're going to make it like a caramel. Caramel. Then you're going to pour those carrots in. Oh, shit. You're going to put a little salt on it, because salt and sweet go together really nice. Okay. Yeah, they do. And then you're going to sit there and just let them go at about eh, medium heat. Medium, medium low. <clears throat> okay. So that tender's nice, that carrot's nice and tender. Put a lid on it? Now you're going to let it 
evaporate. You want that moisture to evaporate out because otherwise you're going to end up with a pot of Mush. carrot juice. Okay. With brown sugar and butter and nobody wants to eat that. But okay. you, you let that moisture reduce out, evaporate, uh-huh. you're going to have something nice. Yeah. Mm. As soon as you're all said and done, you're going to put a little pepper on there. And you're going to eat those with a nice chicken breast. Yeah. Because breasts are delicious. Okay. Chicken thighs. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Even goes good with pot roast. I'm going to go home and pepper those fuckers so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pepper them so hard. With that wood. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Davey, is that what you're saying over there? That's definitely what I'm saying. And with that, guys, I hope you're I hope you're hungry after this. I hope that no matter where you're if you're if you're listening to us on a commute, if you're listening to us in the middle of the night or in the morning, it doesn't matter. I hope that this episode has made you feel hungry. And you know what? <clears throat> I hope the half baked hippies have uh taught you something, which I think that we've just learned if anything you cook carrots a little differently right now and butter's your friend and, and, and i think by friend. next week if not next week the week after we're gonna find out if butter causes yeast infections because i think <laughs> motherfuckers are gonna take this shit to another level with the butter i i would agree with that and i will also say um that no matter how good you think you are at cooking these guys are gonna do it better and if not, he's going to uh make sure that he can kick your ass when it comes to cooking you know what so, they like they like pin and teller I, see, yeah. I I don't know who talks and who doesn't in Penn and Teller. I think Teller doesn't talk and Penn does talk. Or maybe Jay and Silent Bob. But Jamie's the, the quiet one in Penn and Teller, and <laughs> Davey's the talkative one in Penn and Teller. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. What's, what? She has a smirk on her face? Yeah, yeah, she knows full well. She's, uh, yeah. You know, what, you know what her biggest pet peeve about me is? Your face? Love that. Too, All right. <laughs> we go to a barbecue competition, and she's sitting there tracking me down on the phone. Hey. Honey, just so you know, um, we got to. Do you want me to start seasoning the meat? Social butterfly, you, yeah. you yeah. over here, over oh, there. Hell yeah. yeah, I'm calling in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're talking. Yep. She's cooking. Exactly. It's go time. And, yep. then it, and then it's good job, Jamie. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So next time these guys are cooking. Oh yeah, go ahead, Jamie. Real quick, what's your story? What's your love from cooking coming? Give me, give me two minutes. Your love for cooking. Um, him. So when you met him, would you say 12, 13 years ago, mm-hmm. that became your love for cooking? Yep. Before that, you didn't cook at all? Nope. I got roped into competitions with him. So So you, if you're going to be with me, this is what we're going to do. And you're like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> do, do you know how to cook? Can you do the things? Not all of the things, but can you do some of the things he d- yeah. does? You're confident in the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Badass. Thank you for joining the conversation. I'm more than 40 <laughs> minutes later. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Guys, next time uh, these are uh, the half-baked hippies are out there cooking, we're going to post it up there. We'll let you know so you can go and uh, visit them, give them some love, let them know that uh, you heard them here on So What You're Saying. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I can I can say, having uh, eaten, putting some of uh, Davy's meat in my mouth today, because I know it makes Keith uncomfortable when we go this way and he can't say anything. I. No, it I, I is, can say it. It's just it's it, it's, it's underhand. Better. It's underhand pitching. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so easy. It's but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm such a juvenile where I, I can't know. help it. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's I, why we do. It. Hey, I felt really good. I felt really good sitting up there and just watching <laughs> you slide that meat into your mouth and and that little bit of ooey gooey sliding down your chin Ooh. is you know it was it was a highlight of my damn day. You made that whipped cream, didn't you? Yes, it did. Mm. How do you make whipped cream? Out of Cool Whip. <laughs> what do you do, though? 
No, no. This this here's uh, this here's cool whip. How do you make whipped cream? Whipped cream though, uh, you first find the heavy cream. Heavy cream and sugar. And Whip that a little bit. bit of this is what's weird. Vanilla. <laughs> this is what. Uh, he, finally, he yeah. has something to add. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to put a little vanilla with it. Certain uh-huh. vanilla. And then Mexican. Mm, the <laughs> only. And then yeah, I'm telling and you, then, Mexican vanilla is totally. And then powdered sugar, and away you go. Yeah. If you overwhip it, you're gonna get butter. So yeah. don't overwhip it. You want nice stiff peaks. That's the stuff where you now. can taste it, and you're like, "Yep, that's that's money right there." If now, you o- if you overwhip it, you're gonna get blisters. Yeah. Here's, about the, here's the most important part of that, though, because I'm I'm gonna put this whipped cream on my pie. Okay. Mm. Beaver pie. pie. Beaver pie. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna have this for dinner tonight, so I I want to make get this whipped cream done and out of the way. You go ahead and you put it in a colander with a yeah. bowl underneath it. Okay. Because the moisture yeah, fall out, right, will fall right, out right. the bottom of it, and you'll be left with the whipped cream on top. But if you go ahead and whip your cream and then leave it, it will deflate, and it'll just turn back to... Whatever you whipped it into. Yeah, cream yeah, nastiness. nasty. Do you use a whisk to whip it? That would take you a long whip time. It good. You, you can use a balloon <laughs> whisk. Um, I prefer a KitchenAid mixer, stand mixer. Every time he says I prefer, I I, I, I have a I have a I have a just the regular hand mixer that has the two little things. My yeah. mother gave it to me that I think her grandmother gave it to her. I don't know. And just brrrr, hey. let that bitch go. What what he just gave you was a nice idea for a Christmas gift: a <laughs> kitchen aid mixer, stand mixer. Uh, uh. You can buy that Amazon. I, I, I heard this guy him. can't he afford that shit. I he heard you. <laughs> shit. I, I put him on a corner. Wood does I can make. Get, I can get you. I can get. I can get that kind of money out of that. Wood does make the best. What are those fucking muffins you make? I like carrot cake. No, the other one. Lemon. Lemon. Yeah. Lemon he muffins. makes the best fucking lemon cupcakes. No cupcakes. I've ever had. And I, I hope the challenge is accepted. I hope I just hurt your feelings like your girl <laughs> cheating on you with the chip man at the fucking the, 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 the food, food truck. truck. You know what yeah. we're gonna do? I, I hope that just sparks something in you where you got a challenge where you're gonna be like, tell your boy to eat this motherfucker. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we, we've gone past so far, we have gone so far past. So is that what you're saying? But challenge accepted. Uh huh. My shit's gonna have some nice uh, lemon heads in it. This is not fair. I don't feel like this is even fair. Fuck them up, baby. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna get my my lemon frosting on top, and I'm gonna take a plane, and I'm gonna sit there and grate. Like mm-hmm. on a uh, what's the rind? When you scrape the rind, what is that? Oh, called? I could zest it. Zest. But I'm gonna take lemon heads because mm-hmm. they're delicious. And they're tart and they're sweet and mm. they're lemony. And I'm mm. gonna just sit there and grate that over the top of it. So you have like a nice little crystally meth Listen, in he's, your mouth. He's he's already walked out of culinary school. I haven't even come out of middle school yet. Wood's gonna kill yeah, himself because that's all he got. <laughs> he does nothing else right, right? He makes great kids, a lot uh, of them. Yeah, uh-huh. and, he, and he makes great fucking cupcakes. That's it, guys. And Carrot with cake. with this, now you've really learned something. And <laughs> Uh, don't forget Tiger Claw Tattoo. They're over there in Mill Creek, guys. Go get yourself inked up. Put yourself, you know, I don't get inked up a lemon or a, a pie. I don't know. I don't care. Go get. Oh, go over there and go see them. They're going to love it for, love you for that. Um, support us over there. You know where we're at, so what you're saying, at gmail.com. That we, we love your emails, post, mask off. Also, so what you're saying.com. That's where all the social medias are at. And anchor.fm backslash so what you're saying. That's where we are hosted. We're on any podcast catcher, but that one you can, if you so desire, um, contribute. And we always love our contributors. Ask Radio. Ask.fm. Yep. That um, we are over there. That's Monday nights. We're Alexa now, too, aren't we? 
Oh, yes. Thanks for reminding me. That we are now bitch. on uh, A-L-E-X-A. I don't want to say it too loud because it'll hear my voice. It'll play some shit in the background here. So you know who she is. Ask her to play So What You Saying, mm-hmm. and we will. And it's on Audible as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah. they finally caught up and put podcasts on their music platform. But we are also the, on there. The good shit. They put the good shit on. They do, they yeah, do. do, they do, and with that, Keith and uh, Mr. DV of Half Baked Hippies, I gotta say, it was a pleasure. Stay tuned for part two. We out. Number. Whoa.